I guess, I guess, welcome to the Wooden Banana Podcast. Yeah, we're so happy to have all three of you here, listening. And, it's uh, it's so great, each and every one of you. I I just I was so excited for all of you to listen. I've been thinking about you a lot. Yeah, I was telling my mom about all of you the other day, and she was like, "That's that's not very interesting." And I was <laughs> like, "Okay, mom." So. Yeah, pretty pretty jazzed about all of this. This is good. What are we going to talk about? I have no idea. I mean, maybe if we say our names. Oh yeah, that'd be a good start. So you go you go first for sure. My name is Hannah Millard. That's my name. What's yours? My name is Jacob Loafman. I'm in Missouri in the USA. And where are you? I'm in, from. I'm in Derby, England. Derby, England, which is mm. the, is that the, in the Midlands or is it up it north? It is, or yeah, it's in, it's in the Midlands. Well done. Midlands, okay. That's what I thought because people, because Derby's one of those, I think in the ring of, you know, you obviously being a friend and in the ring of other English friends, I've heard Derby a few, more than a few times. Talk that's about. great because I feel like that's better than a lot of people in England. well done (laughs) well I remember because you and I a couple years ago two or three years ago were talking about maybe doing a co-workshop and you sent me a link to that really awesome um it was like a restaurant but event space type place in Darby that was super cool looking yeah the cozy club god that place looks so fucking cool I'm doing a workshop there on Tuesday (laughs) awesome and what's your workshop? Are you doing it on it's, video and yeah. photo? Like filmmaking awesome. for photographers. I'm very excited. It's going to be great. That is so cool. And you just got back from Sri Lanka, right? Yeah, I spent New Year's shooting a wedding in Sri Lanka. It was incredible. Oh my god! It was. It was uh, really just, nice. Uh, see, that's the stuff where, like, I feel like one of the things in the industry, like people get too caught up in other things and forget that like that's how awesome our job is like you went to Sri Lanka for work I know, you know it's, I mean? it's incredible like, like I was but also I was kind of like I don't know if you get the same like when you travel somewhere really really amazing and everything's really beautiful where you just kind of freeze and you're like everything I could do anything at this point in time <laughs> oh god like, whereas like I thrive in a situation where I'm in a really like tiny little cramped hotel room with one window and yes like... <laughs> yes I'm exactly the same as you it's like you could send me to the most amazing place of all time or like yeah a shit motel and I'll probably produce better work in a shit motel it's not <laughs> as it's not as overwhelming as like yeah like my first time in Iceland it was just like you yeah, you're almost paralyzed. Yeah, like, but, but really also because wild. I think you're more haunted by like what you could have done. <laughs> after oh it. yeah, that's a great point. Yes, that's a because like, point. I feel like if you've if you've got like lemons and you've made lemonade, it's that's great. But if it's like you can have any fruit you like, what are you going to make? And you're like, I've made some <laughs> <Yeah>. lemonade. 
Here it I've is. Made some lemonade in a place where I could have made orangeade or cherryade. Or could have made a pina colada. Yes, yes. But I mean, it's it's also one of those things where, like, you look at the the other end of the spectrum where it's like you could have made absolute trash the whole time there, you know? And it's yeah. like, you clearly didn't do that. So <laughs> what'd you say? You said you printed off a list or something first. So this is our <laughs> first, this is our first go at this podcast thing, everyone. Um, but yeah, so because we didn't decide before we started what we were going to talk about, I've been freaking out and overthinking it. Like I'm an anxious person big time and um, and like in a moment of utter vulnerability I did the like classic thing that like any best man at a wedding does before he has to give a speech like I, I just started googling <laughs> things that might help like please how do I what do I say to people <laughs> how do yes. I talk to other humans um, <laughs> and then I, I found this list of uh, funny icebreaker questions that's what it's called Funny awesome. icebreaker questions, uh, and um, and I thought, okay, maybe this can help me. And and then I looked at the questions, and I it awakened something in me. I love this list <laughs> so much; <laughs> it is so beautiful because it is so terrible. <laughs> um, it's the best. That is just the best. I think I get so much more enjoyment out of things that are bad than things that are actually really good (laughs) yeah it's like the it's like the tv shows like we grew up with or movies and like at the time when you were a kid or whatever a teenager you thought it was awesome and you rewatch it and you're just like (laughs) oh my god this is this is awful but i'm still gonna watch it let's do this so I've, i've got this list funny icebreaker questions um and i i don't know if i so much want to ask the questions as much as talk about them I okay, agree. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Just the the wording of them and question number one, for instance, is um and I think the wording of this is important. If you okay. could buy any type of food, what would you buy? What? What kind of question even is <laughs> Why do you bring like your financials like setting into a question about food? Because it's it's not like what would you what would you eat if you could eat anything? (laughs) It's just if you could buy any buy any food. food. I mean, wouldn't I? I don't know. Wouldn't most? Wouldn't the answers be exactly the same? I would think. What? But but Uh, would they? Like because then. Because the implication that is like maybe I want to look fancy, maybe I'm going to get something I couldn't otherwise normally afford. Like, that's yeah, that's true. I guess I just I like I I don't know. My mind would just immediately go to like what I enjoy eating, no matter what the cost is. I I don't know. I feel like you- even the like the fancier the food gets, like the smaller the portions are. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, I, I would just eat like a big bowl of Vietnamese like noodles with vegetables and just mm. like, yeah, or Thai food or something like something I can really like pig out on, you know. Excellent. I mean, I I thoroughly support that. But also, I don't feel like there's enough cap- capitalism in your answer because it's a very capitalistic question. <laughs> well, that's true. Okay. If you could uh, buy I would go, food, what food would you buy? I would buy I would buy Thai food from the most expensive Thai dining 
establishment in the United States, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, 100%. And with yeah. some lobsters, and there's probably gold leaf on it as well. Yeah, gold leaf on top. You crack open the lobster, there's pad thai noodles inside. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is, yeah, this is real nice, yeah. Yeah, lovely. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's a diamond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, yeah. <laughs> I've chipped my oh, teeth. what's this? But... Oh, yeah. It's two plane tickets to Morocco. Okay. <laughs> this is going what an great. incredible lobster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we did. Okay, so question one, we have... Uh, we have we have given pure evidence on how ridiculous a question that actually is. <laughs> uh, question two: What color is your favorite toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't even know if I have a favorite toothbrush. Like I, I don't think I've experienced enough life in adulthood, at least, to where I'm like, you know, this toothbrush is. This is this is fucking great. Yeah, like, is, is, is it like time. a toothbrush that you had once that like, is it supposed to make you yeah. feel mental? Like, well, but it wasn't, it's not what color was your favorite toothbrush. Who's got more than one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't have a, yeah, it'd be like you go and buy accessories for your bathroom and you have a toothbrush holder that holds like 12 of them. I don't know. <laughs> You Maybe just get they like, make those the family toothbrush holders, but you live alone, so you feel like you need to justify it. Yeah, and then I yeah, then anytime someone stays here, they're just like, oh, he must have, yeah, he must have a family, and <laughs> lots like, of oh, people yeah, love I him. Must. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's a really good host. All these toothbrushes. Look at that. Yeah. So maybe my favorite, the color of my favorite toothbrush is is the one that speaks to the people around me the most that I am popular. I don't know what color that is. <laughs> yeah. The color is um it's a I don't know, a Britain's Got Talent photo wrapped electronic <laughs> toothbrush or some shit, you know. Over Excellent. here be like, yeah, over here. Yeah, so we'll go with America's Got Talent toothbrush for me, Britain's Got Talent for you. Yeah. I'm just like this is this is why I love the internet. Like as <laughs> terrible as it can be sometimes, like someone took time out of their life to create that. Exactly. Like the wealth of human existence is so close by. Oh um, yeah. Which is part of the reason why this list is so disappointing. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. <laughs> like it of feels all of like, the things. It feels like the list was made by a ten year old in like 1991 or something oh my, oh my i don't God, know but maybe it was now i feel bad. well yeah that's true <laughs> maybe it's just maybe it's just like the go-to icebreaker list of the internet like who are we to know you know there could be over 25 million downloads of this list oh think of all the conversations that are being had about toothbrushes oh this is gonna be this is going to be a hit. Like, I just think we're going to reach number one on iTunes. And <laughs> yeah, this is going to be good. Um, yeah. I mean, if if you have a favorite toothbrush uh, <laughs> and you want to tell us the color, then, then you can tweet us or send it on yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Please get in touch with us with, with any answers you guys have to these questions because we're, we're definitely interested. Mm. Uh, with that in mind... Um, Jacob, what what would you do 
on Mars for fun. <laughs> I mean, I would think I like for myself personally, like I think just the fact that I'm actually on Mars would be fun enough. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, there. How did I get there? Yeah, I mean, I like there there's so many uh th- there's so many things that can like such a loaded question, right? Like I would think it would be fun just to be wearing space gear and stuff. Or are we already past that and you just, like, take a rocket up to Mars and they drop you <laughs> off, like, an airplane? Like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, like when you go on a cruise and it's just like, you have half an hour at this destination, enjoy yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, are we in that Are we in that time period? Or is it like, uh, yeah, am I an astronaut? Because I, I don't know. if. Okay, so if I was on Mars, what would I do for fun? Uh, I, I still don't think I would hike. Um, I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> so even being well, on, I don't know planet. what the gravity situation is. That like, well, some yeah, that's have, true. Like, hard, like, could be even worse, but it could be really easy. Maybe that that would be the time to start enjoying hiking. That you know what? That's yeah, that is fucking brilliant right there, Hannah. <laughs> You're right. Because what if they have like, what if the gravity is yeah? Because what if there's just like a pulley system where you just like pull and float yourself around. But um, exactly. I mean, I, I don't know if it truly class it as hiking. True. Yeah. It, but but if it would be classed as hike as hiking, then yeah, I think I would definitely be on board with that. Yeah. So hiking. <laughs> so you've gone to Mars yeah. and you're going hiking. Float float hiking. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you said I would. You, you were you were leading into not going hiking, and I talked you into it. Yeah. So I mean, here we are. This is uh, you would be. I think you would be a great representative for the planet Mars, for like tu- <laughs> the tourist board of Mars. This is brilliant. Like when we finally get there, I know what I'm going to do. Uh, now, now suddenly from this godforsaken question, I have a job on Mars. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, hey, that's a, that's you just you are the quickest person to find a job in the history of our species. I think. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think. I've got a good working knowledge of Mars because I haven't watched The Martian with Matt Damon in it, but I've watched other people watch it on planes. Ah, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. That movie is always on planes and there is always someone in my eyeline watching it. So I feel like I've seen it. You're right, though. That movie is always like on the choices on planes, isn't it? Every single time. And like... It surprises me that anything where anything perilous happens with any kind of flying equipment <laughs> is available yeah. to view. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is this is probably the best situation where I could be watching this movie right now for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. hurtling through the sky in a metal tube. Cool. <laughs> okay, and he's crashing and okay, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like from what I can from what I can see it's just a lot of him farming potatoes. Yeah, I mean it's it's your typical Matt Damon role, you know, typecast. Yeah, still, yet again. Yeah, st- yet again, here he is farming <laughs> potatoes on another planet. Of course, Matt Damon, yeah. potato farmer. <laughs> you see Ben F- Ben Affleck walk by in the background, like okay, yeah, there he is. Yep. Yeah, he's always there. Like, while we're on the subject of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, can I just say that it's still a perpetual disappointment to me that when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman... Terrible. They 
they didn't what why why didn't they make it a beautiful camp romp in which he was batman and matt damon was robin i know like the amount of okay just the amount of money alone a movie like that would make is is just inexcusable that they didn't do it like everyone it would, would be watch so beautiful that. exactly you would see that like they could do it in adam west style they could have like the big like thwomp kind of yes. big sort of words across the screen it would be ridiculous it would be over the top it would be everything like a comic book movie should be yeah and like i'm not a big comic book guy right but that would that just talking about it now that would easily be my favorite batman film of all of them like absolutely uh, hands down yeah, I can't believe they. It, it's not going to happen in our lifetime either. Maybe on no. Mars. Maybe on Mars. Uh, uh, Mars Hollywood. Yeah, it'd be definitely. Great. We can do that thing that Iceland do, where they make it like really cheap to film there. Yeah. See, so you get good. Yeah, there, there would have to be taxes on Mars, I guess. Like it's yeah, any society there's got to <laughs> be taxes involved. So, offer some tax breaks and, boom. Yeah. This is feeling like a lot of work, but I'm excited. It, it, yeah, this is kind of like dumping a huge load of work on you with this whole Mars thing, which I feel is very unfair as I'm just float hiking <laughs> around. <laughs> as long as everyone's enjoying themselves and as long as Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are playing yes. the dynamic duo, exactly, I'm okay. <laughs> then everything will be fine. But you still have to have a hobby because you're – you're so far you're the only work you're the only working employee on Mars so you have to have some time for yourself. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to get into agriculture and I'm going to start growing potatoes. Ah, boom. See? <laughs> and it we've come, got it. It comes full circle. <laughs> yes, and we've got it. Yes. Okay, so we got Mars I think Mars is wrapped up then. I think we got Mars I think Mars well, is covered. Yeah. I- Truly, um, and with that in mind, I think it's probably, probably t- in this <laughs> in this list of funny icebreaker questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the the next question I'm going to ask you. So, in this situation, like they're suggesting, you know, you've just met somebody for the first time, or you've just met a group of people. You know, how can you be more socially able? What are you going to say? How are you going to find a way into conversation? Okay. Mm-hmm. Number 32 on the list is describe the perfect kiss in three words. Oh my god. <laughs> that <laughs> what? I told you this list is trash. <laughs> wow. Describe the perfect kiss in three words. I mean, what I wow. I don't yeah. e- I don't even know. I can't think of I don't know. Like there's my three words right there. I yeah, don't I, know. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because like I feel like it would be uh, like a kiss is completely different with different people, right? Like it could be, I don't know. There could be more than one perfect kiss. No, exactly. Like, And it's not like this is a list of icebreaker questions like for a date or something. Even if it was, it'd be a pretty like weird question. It'd be like, just, yeah. I'm just doing some research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just like as a general icebreaker but that is just yeah like i imagine it's my first day on the job and i want to go to the water cooler and have a chat and meet new people and (laughs) that's the first question i throw out (laughs) yeah so hey guys it's uh 
you know, I'm just glad to join the team. What if you had to describe your perfect fifth <laughs> in three words, what would it be? <laughs> that would be my How first and last day at that new job, <laughs> I think. Yes. Wow. This, uh, this Jacob guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's starting to, he's already talking about kissing and how to describe it. And yeah. Trying yeah. to get him out of here. I, three words. Yeah. I, I legit have no idea what I would, uh, how to answer right. that. It's it's not all right. Like no, not too not too toothy. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think that wraps it up. That has to be. Yeah. <laughs> that's the universal answer for everyone. I think. No, nobody likes that. <laughs> no, God, no. Just the I'm cringing here, just thinking about the noise that that would make. Oh, oh, it's horrible because it's 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 in it's inside your head. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, because you could you could be with somebody for ages and like you've totally like figured everything out and like and it's a routine thing that you kiss. But sometimes that can still happen. It can happen oh, any time, just accidentally. Like like what what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> but I always think about things like this because it's so funny to me. It's like to show affection toward each other, we move our big bobbling heads toward each other, <laughs> and sometime throughout history humans figured out that like oh if we touch lips that is a good way of showing affection yeah. toward each other like what well, it's such a strange like, thing to me. like, like it's you, great yeah it feels good it's so, also, yeah it's so that's weird, where the food right? goes <laughs> right like why didn't like did they try out other things first like <laughs> the cavemen and cave women did they like touch ears first and we're like no that's not the same not it no that's not it there like you tickle noses like well that's eskimo kiss that's a thing yeah yeah yeah. but but i feel like that's the thing when it's when like in cold places when it's too cold but i feel like if i'm cold and someone touches my nose it just makes my nose like it it just makes my nose run (laughs) yeah well and it brings more more of your attention and focus toward like how cold your nose is like yeah <laughs> and also like get off my nose like what are you doing like <laughs> yeah. we can if you really want to provide warmth for each other like we can hug it up like yeah hugging is way more warmth than like tickling noses yeah yeah so not so maybe not not too toothy is are yeah. the three words for a perfect kiss <laughs> and I think not with nose <laughs> not with nose not too toothy not too nosy and we're good to go yeah. <laughs> what a these are questions are so weird and wonderful. It's so great. What is the worst place you could get stuck? The worst place you could get stuck. Whoa. That the scenario list of that is immense. Like it's not specific enough. <laughs> no, not at all. Because like I like my mind immediately goes to like, because I don't know if you're like me, but like I love true crime podcasts and stuff. So like my mind yes. goes to like you think about victims and stuff and it's like, well, some of those situations are obviously the worst. It's not even yeah. like a contest. It's, it's no, it's, it's, it. it's truly it's a really bad things can happen. Yeah. Uh, th- thanks for asking that fun question. Yeah. Thank you so <laughs> much for for dragging up. Um, yeah traumatic story of others i would imagine that would be the worst place to be stuck um yeah my god these are so like non-personal questions at all 
No, right. I'm not like I don't feel like I can learn things through them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not not at all. Wow. Oh, here's here's a good one um, because I think I think we can definitely get a lot out of this at this point in time. How many books have you read so far this year? Oh man! So I <laughs> I actually I actually made an Instagram story about this uh, the other day. So. I've only read one book in my entire life from front to back. Um, I've not my both my brother and my dad and my mom. They're all big readers. And I just I'm the type where I get bored. Like it could be the best book in the world. And after chapter two, I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I've only I've only read one book and it's such a dark book too. Like I have no idea why this one, I think cause it was a short read. So it what was called it? Uh, less than zero. And it was written by the guy that wrote uh, American psycho. I forget his name, but yeah, just a crazy dark wild book. Like why that is the one I read. I don't <laughs> know. Um, and I'm assuming that wasn't this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not this year. That was probably 10 or 12 years ago. Um, but to answer that question, I just bought – There's a, I think he's from the UK, actually. Uh, a guy uh, – I forget his name, too. Wow, this is going swell. <laughs> uh, so he's the guy that wrote – his first book was called Unfuck Yourself, and it's all about oh. like um, – you know, it's kind of it's kind of self-help, but kind of not. It's really just kind of um, it's all about calling bullshit on yourself, yeah. which is like for someone like me is a great, great fucking thing. So I just bought um, with some gift cards is Christmas gifts. I bought he has this new workbook out where like you go through and then at the end of the chapter, he asks you questions and like, yeah, you call yourself out on shit. And like because because I'm, I'm totally the type where I like. I say I'm going to do something, but it never gets anywhere. I just continue mm. talking about it and I never do anything. So it's stuff like that where it's just like, yes, once you get off your ass and actually do it this time, uh, stop talking. And yeah. A hundred percent. Like I'm really good at coming up with really, really great ideas and then accumulating all the things I need to make those ideas happen and then having a different idea Oh yeah, that I then begin on. <laughs> yeah, and then it completely and the whole process goes over it. and over. Yeah, it's so it's so wild because it's just like you and I could compile our list of ideas and could probably pick three of them that we could have done in the past five years, and like our lives could be different because we we put those ideas out like into action. You know, like mm. it's so wild, but like yeah, I feel like fear holds us back from doing those things, and. uh I don't know, 100%. all kinds of factors, but yeah, so that's the book I'll be reading this year. <laughs> I <laughs> figure one. I'll start one a year. I do listen to a lot of audiobooks, though. I will say that. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah. But like what about you? What's your, what's your... How many books have I read this year? Yeah, because so we're only, what, nine days into the... Nine days in, year. and I haven't read any books. And last year, I did not read any books. And the all year right. before that... I did not read any books. Well, um, the year before that, probably the same. So you're not. <laughs> so you're not a big big reader, or you just don't have the time to like. I don't. Commit. I, I don't. 
I don't know what happened. Um, I used to be a big reader. I used to be a big reader, like big time. I did English literature at university. Okay. Absolutely. Like was just always, always reading. And then I started, I guess I started my photography business. And since then I have read no books. <laughs> ah, yeah. I mean, I could see that. I, I, I can totally see that scenario though. Like, plus you have a family and stuff. So it's like, it's, it's. Yeah, you could probably set aside a few minutes like before bed each night or something. But like, how long would it take you to finish that book? And like, I feel like when it comes to reading, like, do you say you have like you read it every night for 10 minutes before you go to bed? Like, do you remember <clears throat> like the previous night's reading? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Just so much admin. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's watching shows on Netflix. Like if I want to watch a show, like I'm going to binge watch that shit because I want it to be right up in my face like the whole time. Yes, I want to immerse myself fully. I think maybe that's the problem is that like sometimes like when I used to read, I used to end up staying up all night long reading. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just like literally couldn't stop. And it was really, really unhealthy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure it can get to that point. So yeah, you're like, so your mind, like you really treated a book like, like a portal to another world and like you immersed yourself in it. And yeah, see, I wish 100%. like, I wish I would have that. Like even when I was a kid and like had to read books in school, like I never finished any of them. I just asked for notes from one of my friends or something like <laughs> <laughs> this is a mugs game i'm not finishing this <laughs> yeah what's my easiest route to getting out of this class yeah <laughs> yeah I, so i did i did used to read quite a lot and actually i think one of the last times i tried to read i i tried to read wuthering heights okay um which I, I I hated it so much. Like everyone goes on about it. It's a classic book. It's it's this really seminal piece of work. And I love the song Wuthering Heights by Kate Bush. So like, <laughs> surely yeah. I'm going to love are lining it, up. Yeah. And it, it made me so cross that I was sat in bed reading it. And, and I got so frustrated that I felt like I'm, just putting this book down is not enough. It's not enough of a statement. So I opened my bedroom window. Yes. And I, I threw the book out of the window. <laughs> but but also, like, I lived in a bungalow. Okay. <laughs> so it didn't, like, it just, like, just out the window straight onto the ground. <laughs> Still a statement, um, though. Still like the the biggest I was statement. So, I was you so could make. I was so disgusted at myself for throwing a book out of the window. I just thought, yeah, like, who well. are, like who who am I? This is a perfectly good <laughs> book. I hate it, but it's a perfectly like perfectly good book. Someone could have. It's now it's now it's wet. It's in a puddle. It's covered in dirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't deserve books. <laughs> I. <laughs> I can I can relate to that though. Like I feel like we all have like so you're disgust for that. Like I like with films, people always talk about like how much they love Mulholland Drive, like by David oh. Lynch, right? And like I've watched that film like five times and after I'm done, every time I'm just like I just all of his other stuff is great. Like this movie <laughs> is just, I don't understand. Yeah. Like this movie is trash to me. Like, and I totally understand it. I know it's an existential type of film. Like the writing mm -hmm. is, but to me it was just, uh, 
yeah, by the end, I was just like, no, nah, man, I feel like it won awards because it just had like it's just an so existential obtuse. thing. Yeah, like you shouldn't win awards because of that. It's about the content of it, like in the story and the like Air Bud had a better story than <laughs> fucking Mulholland Drive. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's that's the beauty of like any type of art, I guess. Right. Like it's going to resonate with some and others. It's not going to like. Definitely. So same with Weathering Heights with you. You're just like, this is like just this is a garbage can that I'm reading. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to throw it out the window and feel bad about that. <laughs> and swear off books forever. I can't be trusted with these precious books. But, but because like books are kind of sacred, you know, like, yeah. I was like, I may as well have burnt it. I'm a book burner now, am I? That, that's, yeah. that's the kind of person I am, this great work of feminist literature. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a big bonfire of books going in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I get it. I get it. I used to do that with CDs when I was a teenager. Like, if I didn't like the CD, like, I would chuck it out the window. And, like, looking back on that, I'm just like, you are... <laughs> such a piece of shit man like what are you doing like not only are you littering yeah but like like you said it's a perfectly good piece of literature that someone else could use like why didn't you yeah, donate exactly. it or give it to someone or yeah we make these we feel like we're making a statement and at the end it's like nobody knows that even happened unless you told him you did that so is it no, even exactly. a statement <laughs> Like no one was there, right? But, like I did this. I did the CD thing when I was a kid. I loved the Spice Girls. They were my favorite. I absolutely right, loved yeah. them. I was yeah. obsessed with the Spice Girls when I was a kid. And then my brother always used to make fun of me because it was like, "Oh, you like the Spice Girls? That's really that's really naff." Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And um, and eventually I gave in, and I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna pretend I don't like the Spice Girls." No. Anymore. Because, like I felt like I had to really commit to it and I remember I got my bedroom door and I put the CD got it out of the case and put it um put it against the door frame and then I slammed my door <laughs> <laughs> so again like a perfectly good CD got shattered into little pieces and I had to do it several times to really break it down so I can so that I could show my brother look I, I'm cool oh. I don't like the Spice Girls anymore look what I did <laughs> And it's so, like, that's so dumb, the things we do. Like, I mean, especially, like, that was during, like, your formative years, I'm sure. So we do a mm -hmm. lot of things to try and, like, appease others or impress them. Or... <laughs> what are you talking about? It was last week. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I can make an admission. Like, I was the same, like, during the same time, like, Spice Girls were out. Because I think you and I are... are uh, pretty close in age where we probably grew up with a lot of the same influences like yeah i was like i'll still tell people today like you bet your ass i listened to nsync and backstreet boys and like that shit was hot back then you know what i mean like <laughs> absolutely I, yeah like fuck yeah i listened to that stuff like and looking back to i feel bad about it no i feel more bad like and cringeworthy that i was into like limp biscuit you know like <laughs> Yeah, I listen to like, that now and it's like, music. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now you listen to Limp Biscuit song and it's like, oh man, no, this is, this is, there's nothing timeless about this. This is No, uh, no none so of this bad. is age 12. <laughs> uh-huh. So who was your favorite Spice Girl then? Like, who was your go-to? I really liked Sporty Spice. Okay. Yep. Which 
I mean, it seems ironic because I'm the most sedentary person in the world now. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's why. Like, yeah. maybe because it was like a character that like you didn't like you were so opposite of maybe that you were just like, damn. Or like maybe when I broke the CD. <laughs> well, yeah, that's I, true. I cursed myself somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you will never be good at sports. <laughs> I mean, I will say, I like Spice Girls, like they have a couple of songs, as all musicians do, where like it's tied to nostalgia for us. So for us, it's Mm -hmm. a different meaning. But if you were to hear a song for the first time and like they talk about friendship or whatever, you would be like, oh, my God, this is cheesy, cheesy, cheesy (laughs) fucking stuff. Like, but when it's tied to something we grew up with like it's a completely different meaning for us like with that nostalgia tied to it it's on another level and it doesn't matter what others think about it like no definitely like so we tried to watch over christmas we tried to watch um national lampoons christmas vacation or whatever oh yeah yeah okay that movie which is like everyone says it's amazing Everyone like goes on and on about it. It's got a load of like components where it should be something that I really enjoyed. Sure. And we watched it and I was just, I couldn't, I, I was waiting for something funny to happen the entire time. I was just like, what? Sure. I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> like, See? Like that, yeah. So it, it, like, it makes me think like, what things do I hold dear that are like actually not very good? Like, re- like just because I love them, like... Right. But then you get into like that's where subjectivity is such a huge talking point. Right. Because it is a it is a real thing. Like, you know, like we have a friend in our friend group. His name is Billy. And like he has seen, you know, he's 36 years old. He's seen maybe 40 movies his entire life. Right. So like we tell him to watch certain things and it'll be very similar to like what you said with Christmas vacation, he'll watch them with no nostalgia tied to it. And he's Mm -hmm. just like, that was one of the worst movies I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. And at first we would be like, dude, you, you do not know movies, you know, and (laughs) get, uh, you know, armchair, you know, we would get on our pedestals and think we know, you know, everything there is to know. And it's just like, no man, like if we saw this, shit movie from the 90s for the first time when we're 36 uh we'd probably think it's trash yep yeah definitely. like it totally makes sense but he always watches the weirdest movies too like he'll we'll be out for drinks and he'll be like it, it'll be the most obscure movies where we're like where do you even find these movies He's like <laughs> have you guys seen the movie apartment seven and we're like <laughs> what are you talking who's in that movie and it'd be like oh uh Jim Goffley and we're like who the fuck is that (laughs) where do you find this shit man like where do you even find this stuff like it feels like it's some obscure TV channel that he like picks up from like Kazakhstan or some shit and it's movies nobody's ever heard of or something like (laughs) it's so weird but I mean people are into what they're into you know definitely like and I feel like I feel like I spent a lot of time, particularly when I was a teenager, being really scathing about things that other people like. And oh, just yeah. Being, 
oh, oh, really? You you listen to pop music, do you? Oh. <laughs> right now, like the past couple of years, right? Like the whole K-pop movement. It's like, I've heard some, I'm just like, I don't understand it. But I'm no, also not 12 to 15 years old either, you know? Like, I, that, I don't that... I don't understand it, but whatever it is that it is doing, my children understand it. Like my See, daughter, there you go. Yeah. They really like it. Like, so we were watching a load of music videos and then they were like, oh, can we watch BTS now? And I was just oh, like, oh, yeah. And like the music videos are insane. Like, the, <laughs> like they're insane in, in like in every single possible sense of the word. Like the budget for them is huge. They're this huge, like, almost like cinematic oh my gosh like the way that they're shot there's like <laughs> yeah. and like just, just when you think like it's not opulent enough it'll be like and here's a shop where everything's gold <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're just so crazy and like all of this stuff is happening and none of it makes any sense yeah and then the kids are just sitting there just like oh yeah who's your favorite my favorite's john cook who's your and they're just like, <laughs> like whatever it is it speaks to them <laughs> yeah and I think I saw a clip of them like – so here's a confession. One of my favorite things to watch on YouTube as of late has been uh, like clips from the Graham Norton show. Oh, yes. And I feel yeah, like yeah. – I don't know anything about Graham Norton. Like I don't know if he's a skeezy person in the industry or whatever, but like – No, I, he, I think he's – I mean I think he's I think he's okay. Okay, yeah, because I, I really like how that show is kind of like this podcast we're doing right here where it's legit just chatting with like celebrities and um artists of all kinds you know and it's just like you come across some of the funniest stuff and one of the ones i watched recently they had bts he had bts on there and like all you know 14 of them or however many of them are (laughs) in the group are sitting there and some of the celebrities are looking because they're introducing themselves and like just the way they introduce themselves is like so manufactured and mm. like on script. And I'm just like, man, this is wild. But it's also like, that's probably how Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and Spice Girls were back when we were growing up with 100%, that stuff, you know? Like, definitely. But it's just been thing. like fine-tuned. It's been fine-tuned and shined up. And Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's this whole like massive industry. Like what must their lives be like? I can't, I can't imagine. I, I like, I hope that their lives are great. You know what I mean? I hope they're not yeah. under this immense pressure at the age that they're at. Um, no, I, I hope they just have like a f- fantastic array of toothbrushes. Oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope nothing but they're float hiking while brushing their teeth with their favorite toothbrush on Mars. Like that's, that's exactly. what I hope well, they're, for they've got, they're, they're going out for lobster later. Yeah. <laughs> Thai lobster noodle shell. Yeah. yeah. Just good stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. This has been, I feel like this has been amazing. I don't know. <laughs> I've I, had a lovely time. <laughs> I, yeah, I have too. Like, and I hope, like, I know when we were asked to do this podcast, like, we didn't want it to be just another podcast about photography. Like, but like, because I feel like a lot of photographers listen to podcasts and things when they're editing. And mm-hmm. like, personally, like. I don't know if like when I'm sit- sitting there and I'm editing my shitty wedding that I had in a tiny little hotel and the light was really <laughs> difficult and I'm, and I'm listening to someone and they're just like, oh yeah, and you just have to follow your dreams and just, you know, they're talking about in a really vague way about all of their successes and all the beautiful things that yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they're using kind of vague 
blue sky terminology for things and i'm just sitting there like oh fuck off <laughs> yeah like i just like it's and it's not a knock to anyone right it's like i just no, feel like not. so many of them are the same like i've been interviewed for a lot of them and it's like i get it there's a standard probably to most podcasts out there like a standard format you follow and you mm. market it to people but yeah like i you and I are types of people who are like, we want something different out there. And I think we'll be able to provide that. I mean, clearly, yeah. I think we talked about Mars for a good 15 <laughs> minutes of this whole it's episode. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's great. Uh, I wish there could be a fly in the wall where Magic listens to this. <laughs> uh, it's going to be, yeah, I think he's going to have a good time going through this one. Uh, I don't think he'll have much editing to do. I th- no, like, it's all you bad. agree with me on that? Yeah. I think he's going to have a pretty easy time putting this one together. Mm. And shout out to Mark from Wooden Banana for asking us to do this. Cause, uh, Absolutely. Like, how awesome is that? Because like, I feel uh, like I feel like we should, we should say something about Wooden Banana. Wooden, wooden Banana. If I can <laughs> wooden Banana. It sounds like a question. <laughs> yeah. Wooden I mean, Wooden Banana is, they have some of the best, um, like, print boxes out there and USB drives. Um, yeah, and it's just run by a really nice, kind person, Mark Procura, uh, who also happens to be an immensely talented photographer. He's so well. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, I think he was the first photographer I ran across were like, because uh, he's... He's from Poland, but moved to, I think he lives in Scotland and he's lived there for a while. So like, I think his photos were some of the first ones I saw of like the Highlands and Isle of Skye and stuff. And I was oh, just definitely. like, Whoa. Like when it was just so groundbreaking and like, I feel oh, like yeah. you can imagine specific pictures from that point in time where it's just unlike anything that you'd see in like, it's just so incredible. But also like one of those people who is a trailblazer in that way that like his work continues to do that oh yeah yeah like no matter how many people are kind of doing the same sort of style he's always five steps ahead yeah and hopefully like hannah and i plan on doing some episodes we'll be together on some and then we'll do some separate ones where like maybe we'll have some guests on and we'll just chat about it's gonna be fun that's all i know i know i can't wait this is so exciting but it's yeah it's been really lovely to chat with you about these um incredibly funny icebreaker questions yeah it's been it's been so wonderful i just can't wait uh to visit you on mars someday yeah please do the hiking is choice it's yeah i can't (laughs) wait to check out the uh the rope and pull system for hiking up on mars it's gonna be it's it's always golden hour (laughs) yeah might have to shift the reds a little bit but you know you'd be be all right you can make a preset for that yeah we'll be good all right so uh thanks for joining us everyone i guess i guess we'll see you next time yeah we'll see you next time on the wooden banana podcast peeling bananas so that's the official uh name of this podcast peeling bananas so we'll see you next time i'm jacob and i'm hannah and uh we'll see you the next time we peel some bananas bye everyone bye bye